Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, ready? Oh, I can't wait. Your I can't wait. Horn dissertation. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about the love of my life, JC Horn. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Boom or Bust, the draft show. Max Chowick alongside Nick Miriam and Donnie Clemens. So we mentioned last week with Theo that the Sauce Gardner scouting report was probably our last scouting report of the season. We'll see how how, uh, crunched we are heading towards the draft. Maybe we'll do another one. Who knows? But that's because this week we are starting a couple videos that I think are are pretty cool in-depth videos. So if you guys remember, if you're hardcore, hardcore boomers and busters, Donnie's first video with Boomer Bust. We brought him on in August because we loved him from TikTok and everything else. And we said, hey, we're going to rank guys from 2018 to 2022 just to give people like a general sense of where we think this class stacks up in those past five years. Well, we're going to redo that because obviously back in August, a lot has changed for this 2022 draft. Spencer Rattler no longer is QB1 <laughs> in this draft. He's in fact going Well, he, well, to- he was never my QB1. Oh, fair. Donnie did have Malik Willis, which is actually a pretty fair call out. Um, So we're going to do that again. And we're going to do a little bit different positions now. We're still do uh, some of the same positions you saw in the last video. But this should be a lot of fun. As always, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Boom or Buzz Draft. Follow us personally, too, at Chad Square Maxwick, at Nickel Sports, at Pick and Spreads. Follow our our TikTok has been doing really, really well. Our TikTok has been popping. We've gained like 300 followers in the last two days. so. So, I mean... Go ahead and follow it. Like, we post good content on that. Yes, go follow it, please. Go find, of course, follow Donnie on TikTok too at Pick and Spreads. Get me like, to 20K. subscribe. <laughs> like, yeah, get him to 20K. Get us to, to 2K. Um, but like and subscribe below. So, how we did this, we don't, we're the last video was very long because the four of us just said, Here is my top 10. Okay, cool. Here's my top 10. And we heard Trevor Lawrence's QB1 four different times. So you, you don't need to hear that again. We don't want to waste your time doing that. So how we did this, we each made our rankings. Um, it's usually going to be a top five unless there's no 2022 guys. Because the whole point of this video is to show where we think this 2022 class stacks up. So if there's no 2022 guys, we're just going to keep going until we get a 2022 guy. So I say that because the first one we're going to talk about is quarterback. And we each made a, a board and then we made it a consensus board. So I'm going to read it off. The top 10 quarterbacks in our from 2018 to 2022. One, Trevor Lawrence. Two, Joe Burrow. Three, Kyler Murray. Four, Justin Fields. Five, Zach Wilson. Six, Tua Tunga-Vailoa. Seven, Baker Mayfield. Eight, Trey Lance. Nine, Sam Darnold. And 10, we had a little bit of a tie here uh, between Matt Corral and Sam Howell, the only two 2022 guys in this top 10. Sam Howell's QB1 on our big board but that is only because I have Sam Howell at sixth overall. And Nick and Donnie, Nick and Donnie both have Matt Corral as QB1. So that's the only reason why you put a tie there, because technically the majority has Matt Corral QB1, but the big board has Sam Howell uh, a little bit higher because of me. Um, but yeah, so this pretty much is an indicator of how this quarterback class is. It sucks. Uh, it's, yeah, right. it's not as good. It's not as good. And, and any of these quarterbacks in the last five years would have been QB3, QB two in the case of 2019, which also wasn't a great class outside of Kyler. So yeah, it, when, it's... when Trey Lance is the QB one of this draft out of North Dakota State, and he's a 20 year old project quarterback, that tells you something about how bad this quarterback. Yes, is. it is. Yeah, I I put out a TikTok that a lot of people flamed saying Sam Howell over Trey Lance, but that's uh, neither here nor there. But yeah, so it should give you a good idea. Like, hey, 
it's not an awful quarterback class. There are five or six guys that you know are worth taking on day one or day two, but there is no high end. There is no Lawrence, Burrow, Kyler uh, that you see every year. We, we've had one pretty much every single year from 2018 and now. I would even put Baker Mayfield, I thought was really, really good too. So every year from 2018, 19, 20, 21, there's always at least one like stud at quarterback. There isn't a stud quarterback this year. Uh, it's a little bit more muddled a little bit, but let's go over to the next position. Nick, start us off with the wide receivers. Yeah, actually, I hate to do this because we just transitioned, but I'm going back to quarterbacks really quick because I have a lob question for Max just because uh, we I've seen a lot of this discussion about how this squares up to quarterbacks from last year. Hey, Max, where's Mac Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Mac Jones is not on here. Dude, we got so people didn't understand the tweet that I tweeted when I was like, rank these guys from last year and this year. They're like, oh, you didn't put Davis Mills on here? I'm like, no, it's prospects, dude. I'm like, oh, it's nice, it's a nice caveat to say afterwards. I'm like, dude, we're called Boomer Busted Draft Show. Yeah, we're, we're a draft, draft podcast. Yeah, figure like, it out. We do. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me to talk about? Like, but yeah, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, I would take uh Corral and Howell over Mac Jones just because the ceiling, I think, is a little bit higher. So that's yeah, why Mac Jones I, is not back. Yeah. I think all of us kind of agree on that. I've seen a lot of Jones over everyone in this class, which, like, I don't hate. I, don't I, I hate him. I just, I just don't. I, just, I understand. I never really yeah. Got fully into the Mac Jones train. He's, he's a good QB, you know. He's, I mean, he's, but also, yeah, I mean, look, he's in a good situation too, you know. So yeah, we'll see if that happens at all with some of these quarterbacks. All right, sorry about that. We're going to wide receivers now. Um, our consensus for wide receivers. Once I find it, uh, number one, Jamar Chase. Number two, Jerry Judy, uh, in that stacked receiving core right behind him was number th- or number three player Ceedee Lamb, then Devonte Smith from last year. Him, that's two different two wide receiver classes right there. And then fifth is Garrett Wilson from this year. Our consensus wide receiver one uh, is only ahead of Jalen Waddle because I um, had Waddle seventeenth on my board last year, uh, notably behind the players like Rashad Bateman um, and Jeremiah Wusakormoa, which. I mean, you know, I can make an argument, but probably not. But Waddle very good this year. Uh, this, the injury scared me a little bit uh, and, and some route running issues that I had to. But, you know, uh, Waddle obviously very good. And I think if you were to ask these guys, they'd have him ahead of Wilson as well. Uh, so a little bit skewed there. But outside of that, I think this wide receiver class, although there's not like a clear like chase, um, not a clear Judy, you know, number one guy that people want to take number one overall in this class. If there was as one of the, one of those guys, they probably would be in the one number one pick discussion. Yeah. Uh, there is still pretty good depth. I think if you were to go on, we were to rank the top 15 receivers, uh, a good number of the six to 15 range would be from this draft class. Yeah. I uh, what was interesting to me for this receiver one is that it's really, it's just 2020 and 2021. And, and then Garrett Wilson, like 2018 and 2019 just did not have the receiving talent. So it's, it's kind of weird how it's like we had two awesome ones in 2020 and 2021. And the, the two before that were, were not very good at all. It's also interesting how the 2019 receiver class might be like one of the best we've ever seen. Yeah. Like yeah, AJ did. Brown, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, Debo Samuel, Deontay yep. Johnson, Hunter Renfro. Like, yep. what are we doing, man? <laughs> yeah. But as prospects, that's why we said as prospects. We want to say they're. Yeah. Not as better now, it's just purely as prospects, which is why uh, you saw Sam Darnold in our quarterback's rankings. Actually, no, I think he just missed out the Sam. Yeah, number nine in the quarterback's rankings, so we'll see. All right, Donnie, go to, uh, let's go to offensive tackles now. What do you got? So offensive tackles on the consensus, uh, number one is Panay Sewell. Number two is Tristan Wirfs. 
Number three is Jedrick Wills. Number four is Jonah Williams. Number five, Andrew Thomas. And number six, couldn't couldn't quite make it in the top five. Number six is Evan Neal. And I just want to say, whoever thinks Andrew Thomas is better than Evan Neal out of the three of us, I have some questions for them. That'll be me. Max, <laughs> I have Max. some. Max, I have some questions. <laughs> I liked Andrew Thomas a lot uh, coming uh, out. He man. was the first tackle off the board, so I mean, he was fourth oh, overall pick. Oh God! <laughs> hey man, I mean, people were in on it. Um, I think it's interesting here, just that we have Neal not even in the top five. I think some people are going to be a little upset about that. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, I, I mean, the thing is, though, like, it's also interesting to me that Akeem Aquanu, I mean, I guess I'm higher on him than you guys are, so I understand that. I think Max has him as OT2, and Nick, I think you have him as OT3, but I guess I'm just yeah. super high on him. But, yeah, I mean, if, if you combine all of our big boards, our number one offensive tackle in the draft is Evan Neal, highest ceiling, all that stuff. But I still sit here and wonder why Andrew Thomas is ranked ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick also has Charles Cross, too. That's why Evan Neal might got to bump down, too, because we all I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, and people might call me crazy. Charles Cross is better than Andrew Thomas by, I think, a comfortable margin as a prospect. Oh, dude, I did not like Andrew I mean, I Thomas. Agree, man, I, I, I didn't like him. Dude. I just loved Andrew dude, Thomas. He, apparently, I, like, I'm, like I'm sorry. Like his senior year, he was kind of whatever, and then the combine, he was by far the worst tackle of the three. Like, by far, and it wasn't really close. I, I thought he had a great senior year. I don't know about whatever. I thought he was amazing in Georgia, but I guess I'm alone there. I don't know. I, when I went, whenever I look at prospects, I always look at, like, highest ceiling. And out of the three tackles, he had the lowest ceiling. At least, yeah, yeah, even though he's definitely not the worst. He's probably, out of those four offensive linemen, he might be the second best. So, I mean, good for you for calling that out, I guess. Because yeah. the only one he's probably worse than is... Tristan Wirfs, and then he's yeah, worse than worse is a stunt. yeah, he's better yeah, than yeah, he's better than Wills because Wills isn't really that good, which is kind of shocking because he's surrounded by an amazing offensive line. Yeah. and then you see Makai Becton, he just can't stay healthy, and then Josh Jones, who I called the steal of the draft. I love Josh Jones too, man. That was tough. yeah, he sucks. How's <laughs> Austin Jackson working though? That one's going, it's going. We put him at guard. We put him at guard, and he still sucks. Oh, <laughs> All right, Nick, let's go to defensive side of the ball. What do you got for edges? All right, edge players. Uh, our number one player is Chase Young. We all had number Woo! one. Woo! Uh, you know, um, I hope so. Um, number two I don't is Nick Close. Seeing Chase Young ahead of Nick Bosa, by the way, is very strange to me. Well, As you know, prospects, look, I don't think it was close. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree as a prospect, but just looking at it now, two years after, it's just interesting. It could still be a thing. I just, I just don't bet on it because of certain teams' history. Uh, Nick Post is number two. He had a great year again this year. Then number three is Aiden Hutchinson checking in. It's actually kind of wild. There's a bit of a drop-off here behind Young and Bosa this past five years with edge players. You'd think there'd be more. It seems like there's a good edge player every year, but I guess part of that is, like, Miles Garrett was 2017 the year before, so mm -hmm. that's kind of a cutoff. So yeah. Hutchinson ends up being our number three, uh, having one of the stronger senior years we've seen. And then four, uh, Kayvon is right behind him. Um, we do, I think, have a gap between the two, but it just happens that there's kind of a drop-off here. Kayvon ends up being next. And five, a guy that we all were pretty high on, I think, none, like, maybe top three on, but Josh Allen is our number five edge player out of Kentucky. The, the, like the, the Jacksonville, Josh. Jacksonville might yes. get two of these guys. Yeah, true. That's true. That's very true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that would be crazy would that be Aiden Hutchinson and Josh Allen. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I mean, I don't know about you guys, like, Chase Young was, like, 
him and Miles Garrett, I would say, were like the two that I was like they can't miss. And then like I like the Bosa brothers a lot. Nick, Joey Bosa probably would have been this too if it was uh, 2017. But yeah, Chase Young and Miles Garrett were like the two for me that I was like, yeah, they're freaking. When would you think Joey Bosa is in this? Because I think he's lower than Hutchinson. Really? really? I think Hutchinson's a better. Oh, uh, I don't. Know. I don't I think, think I would three at least. I think I'm. A f- yeah. Well, if you're including 2017, it would be. It'd be Garrett. No, it'd yeah. be well for me. It'd be Garrett Young, but it would be for most people Young, Garrett, Nick Bosa, and, and then I put, I put Hutchinson. I put Hutchinson. Okay, I would put Joey because I think he was a, he was a junior coming out, right? I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and Hutchinson was a yeah, and also like Joey was sick all three years. So it was like. And I think I think Hutchinson's a better athlete, and I honestly think he might have a higher ceiling than Joey. That's fair. Nick, yeah. where'd you put? For three with Joey. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have Joey three. I mean, I thought him and Nick were very similar prospects uh, than like size. Uh, Nick had a more complete career at Ohio State, whereas Joey, I think his last year was like unreal. Yeah. Um, but then yeah. you know Chase Young had an even more unreal last year. I, don't, I think people forget how crazy Chase Young's tape was his final year. Yeah. Like, I mean, the only guy who could stop him. He had was games Rashawn like five Slater. sacks and stripping quarterbacks like half the time at a sack. And yeah. but I still would have Miles Garrett over him. Honestly, I, I was a big fan of Miles Garrett coming out. I, I, I would. Too. Yeah, I like Miles Garrett a lot. All right, let's go to linebacker. We wanted to do a linebacker now because it's not like a you know there's not like a generational. Although Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd are very good, but we thought it was like a very interesting position to talk about. And because uh, we didn't mention at the top, we're not doing interior offensive line and we're not doing safety because safety would just be Kyle Hamilton number one. Everyone knows that. Everyone and their mother knows that that he's the best in like 15 plus years. Tyler Linderbaum probably would have been number two behind Quentin Nelson in interior offensive line, but it's such a big gap between those two and everyone else. Real so quick, just, I just I just want to say this real quick. What guard would you put below him? Would you put Elijah Vera Tucker? Maybe. Or would you? I'm, I mean, I'm, let's. Oh, I'm on the spot. I'm trying to think of like. Oh, man. Oh, Chris yeah, Lindstrom. <laughs> yeah. Chris, <laughs> Chris Lindstrom. He was really good this year. He was. He actually uh, was. <laughs> His brother's in this draft too. Alec Lindstrom. Garrett dude. Bradbury, NC State. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, probably Elijah Vera Tucker. Brian Kelly's not too close enough. Yeah, I don't Brian know. Kelly was. I, was I Frank Ragnow on the 2018-2022? But I like Ragnow. He was 20. He was 2018. I remember. Yeah. He was 2018. Like oh, him. dude, you know, you know who's the pick know. right before him? Billy Price. Oh heck no, dude. There's a pick right after him, actually. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Yeah, but, yeah. All right, so they didn't mess it up. All right, so let's go to line. I just want to mention that because you, you, those are the probably the only two generational prospects I would put. Generational for Linderbaum at center. Um, he's a generational center prospect, and Hamilton's generational safety prospect. So that's the only reason we're not doing this is because it's not much of a conversation. You know, yeah, like every, knows everybody that. knows that Hamilton is the best safety prospect since since John Taylor. Like at least the people yeah. that I talk to, like I'm, I'm not I'm not saying this to flex or anything, but like I obviously connect with the most amount of people because I have the biggest account. And whenever I see comments, yeah, okay, come on, come on, come on, okay, but uh, yeah. 19 yeah. let's go let's go um <laughs> just hanging out with us peasants yeah us thank you i appreciate you coming on donnie yeah, yeah for sure um <laughs> totally totally didn't want to join a lot before that but anyway uh, <laughs> actually no what happened was i forced them to let me join me because i'm so much bigger than them <laughs> yeah you forced our head yeah. uh, okay we actually yeah. bought the show we yeah, did yeah. <laughs> donnie's employees actually is what's yeah. going on all right um, all right, let's get to linebackers. Went off the rails so quick. Uh, <laughs> the linebackers consensus linebackers from 2018 and 2022. Number one, Micah Parsons. Uh, number two, Isaiah Simmons. 
Number three, a guy who all of us are probably going to groan at, Devin White. Um, <laughs> number four, Roquan Smith. Number five, N'Kobe Dean from this draft. And number six from this draft, Devin Lloyd, who I know. Yeah, exactly. We had to put Devin Lloyd in there because he was right there. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. I, Michael Parsons, I loved his tape coming out. I think the only questions were off the field and coverage. Uh, Isaiah Simmons is kind of the other way where it's kind of like he's amazing in coverage. Um, and then, you know, Devin White was a top five pick. Roquan Smith, we all love. Roquan Smith was freaking Roquan awesome. Smith. Dude, he I was, love Roquan. He was, he was so sick. He was, like, souped up to Kobe Dean. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yes, he was souped up to Kobe He's probably, he's probably, I think he's a top three linebacker in the league. Like, wow. I, I love him. Yeah, he's definitely up there. He's so Definitely sick. up there. I like him. And then N'Kobe Dean and Devin Lloyd. Uh, N'Kobe Dean, if he was bigger, probably would have been a lot higher on this list. Uh, but it's just the size concerns. And Devin Lloyd is just an all-around stud at linebacker. But I think N'Kobe Dean does some things better than than Devin Lloyd. I know Nick has Devin Lloyd LB1, but Donnie and I both have N'Kobe Dean LB1. So. Is it Do crazy not – to... oh, go, go, go ahead. Is it crazy to say that Micah Parsons is already the best linebacker in the NFL? No. I think not. he is. It's I think not. he is. It's too. not. Yeah. It's not. I think I he mean, is. Yeah. He's the only person at the linebacker position who's great at everything. Yep. Or maybe good, actually. Well, in the coverage, the coverage is still an issue. Excelling. I think. I think that. Yeah. And yeah. Like I don't know. There's if another you, level I, to it. Yeah, I don't. Tyler, Tyler, I don't know if you're watching this, but um, I, um, you guys don't know him. He's in a group chat I'm with, but I don't know if you're watching this, but he thinks that Micah Parsons is like the third best player in football. That's and honestly, yeah. like I, I don't, I don't love it because I think Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Donald, and then Trent Williams are all like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's tough because he's as a rookie, like his future, like I would put him above a lot of people, but like, oh yes, absolutely. I mean, he had the best rookie season. Maybe. Currently, I don't, I, I wouldn't do that, but yeah, no, but he was fantastic, and you know, he he was an awesome player at Penn State too, which we we all saw. All right, let's, Isaiah Simmons was like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's finish this off. Let's finish yeah, this off is. with uh, an interesting one. Corner, Donnie, read off our our cornerback list. Um, so number one, we have Derek Stingley Jr. Uh, this year's guy, you may have heard of him. I know he hasn't played football in a while, but that's okay. Uh, Jeff Okuda, we had at number two. Once again, maybe don't remember him, but... PJ does. He's PJ. PJ, he's, PJ remembers him. Jeff Okuda right, is... very high on Okuda. Jeff Okuda is alive. Yeah. That's, all, that's all I can say. Jeff Okuda is alive. Um, Patrick Sertan at three. Um, Denzel Ward at four. Once again, another guy who may be dead right now, but... Hopefully he isn't. And then Sauce Gardner is number five, everybody's favorite. Uh, if you have a nickname named Sauce, like you're just—he's in the top five automatically. Yeah, exactly. And I just want to say this—I just want to say this real quick. These two that I am currently uh, filming with are absolute bozos for not having J.C. Horn inside the top five. <laughs> I had Sertan number one on my list over Stingley. I don't know. That's probably a crazy take. I. Nick remembers why I was in Dude, love. Dude, people think Sauce is better than Stingley. Like, people are going to get mad at us because they think... People probably think Sauce is better than Sertan or Okuda. Like, yeah, like, Okuda, like listen, yes, Kuda has not been good in the NFL, but you also can't fully blame him. But, like, as a pro... Yes, he was unreal in college. His combine. Remember his combine? It was unreal, too. Yeah, his combine was sick. It's yeah. just... Uh, I, I hope he, he gets healthy, and hopefully he can do stuff. Um, but... Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, he's so got, Tan. He's got, these guys are bozos for not having Jesse. <laughs> I, I, Nick and I were lower on him. And PJ was still Seth on Williams him. is a close and personal By the way, and also, I went back and I, I went back and I watched some of the old content uh, not that long ago because I wanted to get some of the older thoughts on JC Horn. Neither of these guys had him inside of the top 18 on their big board, on their final big board, which I just want to say is absolute blasphemy. Like that's it's like that's that's I, like that's like war criminal. Like I I dude I I I wasn't a huge fan. Like I I liked him a lot. Don't get me wrong, but like I just I think I, I think I raised him uh, in the last final one. Like but. listen, I get it. He doesn't know what zone coverage is. I understand that. He he doesn't know that it exists. <laughs> but he's so athletic. Like he's a better athlete than Sertan. Sertan was an amazing athlete too, though. Don't you compare their athleticism. Sertan was an amazing athlete. Don't like, you compare w- their athleticism. Well, don't you combine com- 40 times. Don't compare, don't compare the tape then. If I can make that argument. How about we look at Seth Williams' game? That's <laughs> just one game, Donnie. It was, it was, that one game was better than any game Sertan had. Well, Sertan was amazing as a true freshman. I agree. Outside. I agree. I agree. He was amazing. amazing. He was amazing as a true freshman. I understand that. But when you're on Alabama... And you don't have to face off against Alabama wide receivers in games. That's going to help. J.C. Horn. Did J.C. Horn play J.C. Horn looked okay against Devontae Smith. I don't think he played him. Did he? Yeah, he did. He played, he played Devontae okay, Smith. Okay, because they're in a different yeah. division. Okay. Yes. He he played okay against Devontae Smith. He was the best man cor- man press corner we have seen in years. And he's a better athlete than Sertan. Like, I understand. If you want to have Sertan over him, that's fine. But the fact that they think Denzel Ward and Sauce Gardner – Blast me. Absolute blast me. I like Sauce, dude. Sauce, I'm a big fan of. Denzel Ward, I was a huge fan of, too. I love, the, I love those guys. I, I have more do, questions like, on Jason Ward's tape than people, people would realize. Yeah, I, I I, don't know. I mean, I we'll see, too. I mean, we haven't really seen much of him in the NFL, so we'll see what he does. But All I'm going to say real quick before we end this, all I'm going to say, the first three games of the season, J.C. Horn was better than Patrick Sertan. <laughs> What are the whole Patrick Sertan was awesome this year, though. I, I get that. He was awesome. He was spectacular. If J.C. Horn never got hurt, he was on pace to have a better season than Patrick Sertan. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about was. that. I don't know about and, that. And by the way, by the way, by the way, much worse situation around him. Because Sertan was like CB3 yeah. when he first got there. And J.C. Horn was CB1 when he got there. Look, we all we all get another year to figure things out. J.C. Horn bounce back year. Jamin Davis bounce back year. <laughs> we'll be all right. Najee Harris will be valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, okay. Zayvon, hopefully, Zayvon Collins stops acting like a gentle giant. <laughs> so this, so that's what we got. Obviously, we we are very have a lot of uh, disagreement on this show. So we know you guys probably do too for a lot of this. So make sure you guys comment below what your rankings would be, where we messed up, where you liked our rankings. Uh, we don't get enough love in the comment section. A lot of hate lately. Um, please, please show us a little stop bit of love. Stop being mean to us. Please stop. You can't, you <laughs> can't, you can't ask people. them. It's never going to stop. Like, I don't know why. Don't you make fun us. of us. It'll never stop. No, I actually love when they make fun of us. Please make fun of us. We love <laughs> it. We, we Give us motivation. We, yeah, not even, we screenshot comments all the time and send them in the group chat. Just like hilarious comments that I think are great. Uh, but we love you. We all love all of you. Uh, please comment below, like, subscribe, follow all of us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, at Boomer Bus Draft, and that's what we got, man. So for Nick Merriam and Donnie Clemens, I'm Max Chadwick. Have a great night.